0: Welcome to the Daily VFN Radio Highlights, where we're keeping the conversation light at vfntv.com. Enjoy. These are exciting days. If you've been walking with us all these years, we've been talking about America's relationship you know, with Israel, and it was just on rough ground during the last administration. But with one phone call, reportedly, from President Donald Trump to the Prime Minister of Israel, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, that everything had gotten repaired, our relationships have gotten repaired. It's so exciting. As a matter of fact, here is CBN reporting on a the visit of Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, who, as we speak, is in America. Take a look. And that's a big one. The Prime Minister of Israel, Benjamin Netanyahu. John Jessup has that.
1: Well Pat, Trump and Netanyahu know each other already, but this will be their first face-to-face meeting since Trump took office. And as Chris Mitchell reports from Jerusalem, Israel is hoping for a restoration of better ties with Washington.
2: Iran, Jerusalem, and Israeli settlements will all likely be on the agenda when Netanyahu and Trump meet. But there's an even bigger takeaway.
3: The alliance between Israel and America has always been extremely strong. It's about to get even stronger. Uh, President Trump and I see eye to eye on the dangers emanating from the region, but also on the opportunities.
2: Relations between Netanyahu and former President Obama were tense during the last eight years and had a major impact on U.S.-Israeli relations. Now with President Trump, Israel is expecting a restoration of that relationship and a much warmer welcome at the White House.
1: Well, the Obama administration back in 2009 changed some of the fundamental pillars of the U.S.'s relationship. One was uh, no daylight. Uh, no daylight meant simply that if we were going to have disagreements with one another, the United States and Israel, and we are sovereign countries, we will have disagreements, that the two countries would do their utmost to keep those disagreements uh, discreet, behind closed doors. Uh, the other major pillar was uh, that was discarded by Obama was the pillar of no surprises.
2: Deputy Minister for Diplomacy, Michael Oren, was Israel's ambassador to the U.S. during the first four years of the Obama administration.
1: The hope will be that uh, Prime Minister Netanyahu and President Trump will restore these pillars and that um, they may have disagreements, um, but they'll be kept behind closed doors.
2: The 2015 Iranian nuclear deal will likely top the agenda.
1: On the Iran issue, a connection between Iranian behavior and the nuclear deal and ways in which Um, Israel, the United States um, can defend themselves and defend the world from the possibility that in a decade time, uh, Iran will be in the possession of 200 nuclear weapons.
2: Another issue is moving the U.S. Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. Trump was initially enthusiastic, but now he's more cautious.
1: It seems less likely now, but I still hope so. Mm -hmm. And I think that there are many steps you can make.
2: The issues of Israeli communities in Judea and Samaria and the Israeli-Palestinian peace process are even more complicated. Oren said he'd like to see the president symbolically rescind the recent UN resolution that deemed all of Judea and Samaria, including the old city of Jerusalem, as occupied Palestinian territory.
1: President Trump could come out and say, we do not view these territories as illegally occupied. We don't view them as Palestinian. We view them as disputed territories.
2: Israelis are waiting to see how Trump's words and promises will translate into action. Chris Mitchell, CBN News, Jerusalem.
0: This is so important. When you think about the West Bank, imagine taking the whole part of your abdomen and removing that from your body. You're not gonna have a body anymore. When they're talking about the West Bank, it's cutting a big heart out of out of Israel's property. And, you know, as the word says, God's gonna judge every nation based on what we do with the land of Israel. As a matter of fact, let's go back and look about a week ago, we're talking about the West Bank and understanding what President Donald Trump and Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu are actually talking about in regards to the legitimacy of this uh, dividing up the land of Israel. Let's go back and look at the West Bank and what it really looks like. Take a look. But first I want to be able to, to talk about specifically look at the West Bank. If you're seeing this map, pull up this map of Israel right here. When you're here at the West Bank, you're looking at, this is Israel right here, this little small slither, its widest point, it's like 60, 70 miles wide. But this whole heart of Israel is called the West Bank. You have Jerusalem right there. And this is part of Israel. But they're talking about, I'm about to put the bigger map up. They're talking about cutting all this out and saying they can't build on their own property. Well, they just made a retroactive law that says, yes, they can build on their own property. And not only that, but we'll be finding out that all the embassies are located in Tel Aviv, Israel, but they belong in Jerusalem, so we're going to be moving our uh, embassy, the United States Embassy, to Jerusalem. It's so exciting, and this is some of the keys to the breakthrough that's taking place. But I want to go back and I want you to remember this. Remember in in, in 2012, I believe it was, the Democratic Democratic National Convention, Understand the law has already been established by the Congress that says Jerusalem is the capital of Israel, that uh, we recognized that we had it on the White House website, but they tried to change that. And, and before before we actually go to this video, because we're going to show you a little clip of what took place at the Democratic National Convention, look for this particular uh, blue screen in the background that you're seeing right here. You're going to see this come up, and this is what they're voting on, but let's, let's put a better slide up there to be able to see it. They have... Uh, a a proposed amendment, the first amendment they're going to be voting on in 2012, uh, uh, it says amendment 1, page 32, line 48, we need a government that stands up for the hopes, values, and interests of the working people and gives everyone willing to work hard the chance to make the most of their God-given potential. Well, that sounds pretty good, doesn't it? Well, look at the next part of that amendment that they're voting on. Take a look at this. Amendment 2, page 63, line 26. Jerusalem is and will remain the capital of Israel. The parties have agreed that Jerusalem is a matter of the final status negotiations. It should remain an undivided city accessible to all peoples of faith. That is so so important because that they're wanting to divide it. When you talk about the 1967 borders and when you hear Think about it, our former president, President Barack Obama, spoke and he said very specifically that um, let's go back to the Democratic National Convention first. They're going to vote on these amendments. Look what happens and how they respond when they say we don't want Jerusalem to be the capital. We want to go back really to the 1967 borders, but they're voting against this. Take a look right now.
1: Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Uh, This summer I was proud to serve this party as the platform drafting committee chair as the chair i come before you today to discuss two important matters related to our party's national platform as an ordained united methodist minister i am here to attest and affirm that our faith and belief in god is central to the american story and informs the values we've expressed in our party's platform in addition President Obama recognizes Jerusalem as the capital of Israel, and our party's platform should as well. Mr. Chairman, I have submitted my amendment in writing, and I believe it is being projected on the screen for the delegates to see. I move adoption of the amendment as submitted and shown to the
3: delegates. A motion has been made, is there a second? Is there any further discussion? Hearing none, the matter requires a two thirds vote in the affirmative. All those delegates in favor say aye. aye. All those delegates opposed say no. In the opinion of the, let me do that again. All of those delegates in favor say aye. aye. All those delegates opposed say no. I guess. You've got to vote, And then you've got to let them do what they're gonna do. Really? I'll do that one more time. All those delegates in favor say aye. aye. All those delegates opposed say no. Aye. In the opinion of the chair, two-thirds have voted in the affirmative. The motion is adopted. And the platform has been amended, as shown on the screen. Thank you very much. Thank you.
0: Look, you're saying very specifically that Jerusalem, they're like, voted overwhelmingly. As you saw he just pushed it, that Jerusalem will not be the capital. Well, Jerusalem's already been settled as the capital, but they were building their platform on that. As a matter of fact, let's go back and look at that Second Amendment that they were putting up. The Second Amendment that says they were saying that they didn't want to approve this amendment... The amendment says the amendment says Jerusalem is and will remain the capital of Israel. The parties have agreed that Jerusalem is a matter of final status, uh, final status negotiations, and it should remain an undivided city. That's so important because they're talking about dividing Jerusalem. I mean, right now, just because Israel's nice and kind and polite. They, they, they allow their city faith-wise to be divided in regards to the Temple Mount and things of that nature. But if they go back to 1967, if they would have got their way, think about it, then you would have divided Jerusalem. I'm going to put the map back up again so we can show a little more time. It's so important to understand that when you're talking about the West Bank, this is Israel. Put the, put the uh, bigger map up where we can see all of Israel. See this little small little piece of property right here, 70 miles at the widest point. This little heart right here is the West Bank. That's the heart of Israel. That's the heart of Israel. Put the put the, the other image up. So they're looking at cutting all this out, which is not going to happen. But that's what they were voting on. They were voting basically to give that part of Israel away. Well, this this is what's so exciting, which which means to divide the land. Well, the amendment said we don't want we they did, well, they voted no to the amendment, even though they went ahead and pushed yes because they wanted to divide the West Bank out of it. And so you're looking at right now when Israel, what I said at the beginning of the program, when the Knesset, the government of Israel, voted in a retroactive law that says that they can build on their own property in the West Bank. This is so exciting because now we have a president, President Donald Trump, that supports Israel and supports the, the, the land not be divided. Remember the law says, the amendment said that, the, that Jerusalem is to be an undivided city. And that's so important. But so let's look at what Joel said about, about what God's going to do with the entire world, every nation out there, and how he's going to bring us all together and give us an account for one specific thing. This is what he says in Joel chapter 3, verse 2. I, God, will gather all nations and bring them down to the valley of Jehoshaphat, and there I will put them on trial for what they did to my inheritance, my people Israel, because they scattered my people amongst the nations, and they divided my land. That's just so informative. When we see Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu with President Donald Trump, this is why it's so important for us to understand how significant this meeting is. When we are in alignment with God's will for America and Israel, when we bless Israel, God's going to bless us. And you're looking at this, blessings is going to break loose. We talked about that before on the program. you got to check it out at vfntv.com on the torch under prophecies to understand that you know, a blessing is about to break forth because we stand with Israel. You've just been listening to the highlights from VFN TV and the Data Radio program, where we're keeping the conversation light. Listen or watch more programs and check out the VFN Torch at VFNTV.com. Don't forget about our VFN TV app, where no matter where you are, you can take the light with you and share with your friends. We want to thank our sponsors and partners who make this program possible. Take the time and support our sponsors. You can locate them at vfntv.com and select sponsors. If you'd like to become a sponsor or a partner, you can do so at vfntv.com. VFN TV and the daily radio program where we're keeping the conversation light.